friends and welcome you know what today is today is thursday and thursday is beyond small talk day welcome and hello my name is jackie janik i'm a women's empowerment coach helping women uncover their purpose and define their own path in the world and today you are watching beyond small talk real women real conversations elevating womankind one talk at a time and i've missed you all last week was thanksgiving and we had a bit of a hiatus and this week i'm just so excited to see you all i have truly missed you and very excited to have um bonnie barrios did i i'm sorry Bonnie. i said that right i listened to all your um latest tips and tools and how moms can um organize snacks bonnie barrios and um she's on let's get her on and today's topic we're talking about organization so bonnie is helping mothers and busy professionals gain peace with organized spaces and lives and i posted yesterday that she said um release she talked about releasing things but so many things I think make me happy and I tend to be a little bit of a collector, I like to call it. My sister also calls me a hoarder. Oh my God, here <laughs> Hi. we go. Hi, Jackie. Hi. How, How are, are you? Good. Great. How are you? I'm good. You know, oh. I'm navigating this Instagram thingy. Okay, let me yeah. my body. all good. And I'm so sorry. I think I pronounce Barrios, right? Barrios. Yeah, that's yeah, it. I said, okay, great. Thank you so much. And thank you for, I love the background. Of course, we're talking about organization <laughs> and I, my eyes like were immediately drawn to the beautifully color coded. I do that with my books too. Like, oh, I, awesome. Yes. That's my new thing. That's my new thing. I and like all the books that I organized lately. I color code them and I just feel it looks prettier. You know, I used to do it by height and then oh. I was like, Oh, I'm just going to change it. I'm just going to do it by color. And it just looks so much nicer. It's gorgeous. Um, can I did not give you justice with um, your introduction. Okay. So can you introduce yourself to the Beyond Small Talk community and tell us a little bit about yourself? Like, how did you get started and why talking about like organization? Yeah, totally. So, I mean, you and I know each other for a long time now, way right? Back. Yeah, yes. way, 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 way back. Yes. So I feel that I've been organizing now for probably over 10 years. Um, you know, I'd started with, um, I worked for two other companies. And then once I had my first daughter, I still worked for a company. But then at some point, I was just like, you know, I think I'm ready. I'm going to do this on my own. And I branched out on my own. And I think that that's probably when we met as entrepreneurs and networking and getting our business off the ground. And, you know, I started I organized all my life and I didn't know that and so it was really funny because I met a girl that I had done a show with and we had a networking group and she was like oh you know I'm an organizer and I said what is that and she goes oh you know I, I go to people's homes and I organize their papers and I organize their closets and I was like really you do that I said you know I've been doing that all my life for myself and I realized that the reason that I did that is because I grew up in such a chaotic household that it was so unpredictable. I didn't know what was going to happen. I didn't know who was going to scream. I didn't know. And that was my way of controlling and escaping because it's my escape. 
therapy, uh, therapy organizing for me is it's therapy. Like I go and I do a closet and I get lost in doing a closet for two, three hours. And I'm so happy doing it. So everything came together. Something that I started doing as a kid, had no idea that it was a profession, met somebody that did it. I shadowed them, ended up working with one or two companies in the city. And then I branched out on my own. That's amazing. And it's your first thought, maybe when you met the organizer, you're like, wait, this is a profession. Yes. Like, I love doing it. It brings yes. me like joy, but yes. I get paid for it. Like, yes. I think that's like the cherry on top. It's like, oh, I get paid. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> like, my sister just moved and I was like on her and I was like, do you want me to help you? Do you want me to do this? Do you want me to do that? So finally, she was like, all right, come help me do this. So I spent a whole weekend with her prepping for the move. And she looked at me, she goes, oh, my God. I can't believe that you like doing this. How can you do this? This is like so stressful. Like, how much do you want me to pay you? Like, you can do everything. I was like, I, I love it. I'm like, you know, you don't have to pay me. Like, I honestly, truly love doing it. It's something that comes from inside of me and, and, and I'm passionate about it. Yes. How do you define like organization? How do you, yeah, what's your definition of it? Um. You know, I think Jackie, it's a little bit hard. I think for everybody mm -hmm. is different, right? Mm -hmm. You know, especially, you know, I talk about people, I work with people that are very creative and organization for them is very different than when I work with somebody that's very type A and it's like a mm -hmm. high level executive and things need to be in a certain order and everything has to be much more practical as opposed to a creative person where like, Things need to be out. They need to be visible. They need to be colorful. They need to be pretty. So it's not a one-trick pony. Uh, when I work with someone, I really customize a system for them. And I think that organized or being organized, like I like to say, is you being able to live your life to the fullest without being held back from your clutter. That's a perfect definition because I feel like when the clutter starts coming in and, and it forms in different, you know, it manifests in different ways in different yes. places. So like yes. my car, my closet, my makeup bag, yes. um, things like that, my files on my desktop. Yes. And then this clutter, I don't know if it happens for you or other people starts to give me anxiety. Oh, it like, yes. feels like, right, like very overwhelming. Like I'm in this like chaotic swirl where I was like how the heck do I get out of it yeah. and it, an answer could be organize it. organize it or you know or just or just purge it purge it right mm. and, there, and there's different types of of clutter as well and you mm -hmm. know I've written about this you know there's emotional clutter and when we have a lot of emotional clutter write that down. it yeah. also manifests in us keeping certain things right oh, we keep we keep that t-shirt or that jean that we were in college because we're so emotionally attached to it. But really what we are is emotionally attached to how we felt at that time. Yes. Right? Like you're attached to the feeling and I want to feel that when mm -hmm. I'm with that item. My yeah. sister calls me that I'm a hoarder. Yeah. I'm going to tell her this is my emotional <laughs> clutter yes. because um, I keep, Yes, I keep things like that, but um, I've lost people in my life. So I keep like things of theirs mm -hmm. and that it makes no sense. And one or two items I think is like 
you know, is nice and acceptable. But sometimes I have like an excessive amount of like cards or things that they wrote or like yeah. I keep everyone's driver's license. Like it's oh like God, weird. That's, so that's so funny. I would just keep one. I would just keep one. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I'm also not that type of organizer that I go into people's homes and I'm like, okay, you need to get rid of everything. Like don't do this and don't do that and take a picture of it. Yeah, you could take a picture of it. Yes, you can do. But I also feel that they are there are certain things that you should keep, you know? Um, so it's it's just a balance. It's just a balance. It's like, okay, do I keep 20 driver's licenses or do I just keep one driver's license that is still going to bring me back that memory? Um, so yeah, so there's the emotional clutter, obviously the physical clutter that we have. And then there is the, um, the mental clutter, right? Where we keep all the files and all the to-do lists in our head. And that could be overwhelming because we're constantly thinking that we have to remember what we have in our heads instead yeah. of just doing like a master dump, right? I call them the master, uh, master dump, mind dump list where you just dump everything that's on your mind and everything that needs to get done so that you could clear your head. So there's different types of, of clutter that way. Oh, that's so good to know. Because I think then people or myself starts judging, right? It's like, oh my God, I have this clutter, I have this clutter. And um, and if you think of it in those kind of buckets, then you could, um, you know, have a different strategy on how you approach each one to yeah. alleviate the feeling of clutter. For me, it's very overwhelm or anxiety or, so I wanna move past that. Can you give us like um, an example of a tip we can do or the emotional clutter for the mental yes. clutter. Yes. Emotional so, clutter. This is just personally serving me right now. Yes, 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 yes. No, absolutely. Absolutely. You know, the emotional clutter is, for example, I'm going to give you an example first, right? Um, mm -hmm. I've worked with independent women that have fabulous jobs and have fabulous apartments and they are, um, they want to bring that special person into their life. And they're like, no matter what I do, it's not happening. I don't know what's going on. And then all of a sudden, when we start working, you know, we realize that they're keeping like boxes and boxes of old letters from ex-boyfriends or ex-fiancés or whatever it is. And I'm like, okay, well, why are we holding on to this? Because that is charged with energy. Yeah. And you're holding on to that energy. So it's that emotional clutter. It's physical, obviously, because it's tangible, but it's really emotional because unconsciously you're still holding on to that instead of just taking that out and getting rid of that, right? To just bring the new in. And also when you move things, when you clean things, you're moving the energy in your space. So you're allowing for the things that you want to come into your life. I know we're getting very spiritual in this, but hey, this is where the conversation went. It's a spiritual yeah. kind of organization day. Um, the other thing that I've been doing, especially now during COVID that we had been home and especially for moms with kids that we had to homeschool, all of a sudden we had to become not just a wife and not just a worker, and um, but teachers and mm -hmm. cooks, chefs, and cleaners, right? And all this stuff. Um, journaling. I think journaling really, really helped me. Um, 
I know that we're jumping a little in about like self care. Okay. I've realized mm -hmm. that for me, when I don't journal, um, and like, let's say two weeks go by, I start feeling that chaos in my head mm -hmm. because I can't like, it's too much. Like I like the feelings, <laughs> the emotions, like I should be doing this or maybe I shouldn't be doing that, but did I do this? But I did. And so, so it becomes very cluttered. And then I don't do anything. I literally freeze. I become kind of paralyzed. I can't, I'm mm -hmm. like, I can't, I can't do this. And my, and my desk starts getting cluttered with paper and stuff like that. Once I start journaling and I start writing down my thoughts, I am able to release like papers and envelopes and stuff that I don't need. Um, so I would say for emotional and for mental, definitely journaling, having a, a gratitude journal or now they have like these happiness journals that I was looking yeah. into that I was like, Oh my God, these would be great Christmas gifts, holiday gifts. Um, but if you could allow yourself to do that every day for at least 10 minutes, that would be great. For the yeah. Mental, I yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. For the mental strongly. Sorry. Yeah. Um, think the same thing. Like it's a part of self-care that this organization is a part of self-care. You know, mm -hmm. like this, these are things that you can do for yourself. And I know some people find some of these answers that we're talking about maybe a little woo-woo-ish, but I truly believe in when you release things, it moves the energy and it opens the space for new things to come in. So you're making me think more about the things that I'm holding on to and you know, what is the purpose of it? I'm thinking to myself, what is the purpose that you hold on to these things? And while I do journal, I like the ones that prompt you with questions. Because oh, that's yeah. the other thing that I hear that women are sometimes like, I just don't know what to journal about, right? Yeah. And sometimes when you tell people just free write, they're like, I don't know what to free write. I was like, I free wrote like things like, what am I writing about? You suck at writing. Like, this has yeah. been my free writing. No judgment. And I like the prompted question. So it's like, what is the purpose of you holding on to this? You know, what is it doing for you? And then when you release it, what kind of um, feelings come up from that? Like when you work with a woman and she releases something, can you share anything that they feel after that? Like what's the new feelings that come up? Yeah, you know, it's, it's, it's cathartic. It's very cathartic, yeah. you know. Um, now that, you know, during COVID, I didn't go to people's homes after, mm -hmm. you know, recently that I've been back and it's been so busy and I've been working with, you know, a different range of, of ages and situations, you know, um, it's, it's life changing, right? It's really life changing. So for example, the women that I work with, or the, the person that I work with that was holding on to that, once she released that, it was so hard for her, we did it together. And then like a day later, she sent me an email and she said, thank you so much. I feel so lighter. I feel happier. I feel like a weight has been taken off my shoulders. Um, she energetically felt it, you know? And then for people that are older in life, that are going through different life transitions, that are getting rid of stuff, it's, it's been such an epiphany for both of us because I'm seeing it with my own eyes and they're telling me, they're like, I didn't even know why I held on to all these things for so long. It was just mm -hmm. taking up space. You know, I really didn't like them at the end. I didn't even know why I bought them. Um, I was, it, it, I literally, I was wasting money by keeping all of these things. 
Mm. And once they get, were able to release them, it was a sense of like freedom almost of, of letting go of all these things. So it was, it, it also helped me to look at things differently, right? Like now when I'm like, oh my God, that's so cool. I want to buy it. I'm like, but wait, but do I really need it? Like, do I really need it? Is it really going to fit? Do I really love it? You know, is it going to fit in my house? Is it going to last for a couple of years? And most of the time I end up not buying it because I'm like, no, it's okay. I mean, like, it's nice, but I really don't need it. Like, I don't love it. Yeah, I'm, I'm working on that when um, I see why I buy yeah, yeah, <laughs> stuff yeah. and like, where's my mindset where, when I'm buying something and um, it's oftentimes because something else is going on, right? Yeah. Where I feel like maybe less of control or I'm in a bad mood and I'm like, oh, shopping always makes me feel better, right? Yeah, 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 and yeah. then when I bring it into my apartment or I bring it into my closet, it just gets more and more and more. And now my closet is like, it's, it, it's not well right, 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 right. <laughs> she needs she needs attention oh my right God. now okay i would love to come over and oh i would love for you to like see my closet so i keep some specialty items in there so it's like how we were talking about like we have emotional attachment to it i have an emotional attachment to this little leather jacket i had and I, you know what i know what i'm holding on to i was young i was in my early 20s i was this big i was just able to freely spend money i had no problems no challenges no worries in the world right mm-hmm. so it's such a cute little vintage cognac color leather jacket and I love yeah. it I can't fit my arm in it like literally I can't fit my arm in it right? uh-huh, uh-huh. it's like why in an apartment that in New York when you you know space is a premium yeah. that I'm saving this and holding on to it and yeah. I'm like oh why what's the purpose what is it serving for me I think I explained it what is it serving it brings me back to that feeling the that feeling. Yeah. When you're a mom, you're a working mom, you have a lot of things going on that sometimes to look at that and be like, remember when I was like dewy, glowy, fresh 20 year old without a worry in the world? I know. I know. You know, Jackie, like if I was right now with you working with you in your closet and we came upon this piece and you told me all of this, I would probably say to you, you know what? Keep it. Keep Mm -hmm. it. But let's get rid of maybe two or three other things that perhaps fit you but don't make you look great because you just got it because it was like one of those days that you were like oh let me just go shopping but it really you know like I'm like all right fine whatever I'll just go back to the other pair of jeans you know I just bought those jeans for whatever so I would keep that and I'm going to share with you something um similar to that you know it was like I used to wear Coca Chanel perfume when mm. I was in college. Like, you know, I was like so young and I was like, why was, why was I even wearing that perfume? But anyway, that's a story for another day. And, <laughs> um, and I came across an ad in a magazine cause I love going through magazines and you know, the Coca Chanel came up and I was like, Oh my God, when I used to wear the perfume and blah, blah, blah. And I was in college and I did this. So you know what? I, I bought the perfume, Mm. right? I bought it. So obviously it's smaller, you know, you could keep a bottle of perfume, but I understand, I understood why I was doing it because every morning when I'm wearing it now, when I put on that perfume, like I needed that sense for whatever it is that I'm going through like right now to feel that I can do whatever I can. I, I set my mind to, you know, like it was like that comfort, that feeling that yeah. I'm capable of doing anything that I want. So I would probably say, 
okay, let's keep that because this is a good thing. Like, you know, whenever you're feeling a little off and you need that umph, you look at the jacket and you're going to get it, right? I put on the perfume, I get that feeling, it brings me back, I feel great. But then let's get rid of other stuff, you know? So I feel like if you're, if people that are listening to us and, um, you know, have never worked with an organizer or is thinking about working with an organizer, I think that you have to pick somebody to work with you because you're going through such intimate things that's going to get you and it's going to be like, okay, that's okay. And respect your feelings and say, but then let's get rid of these other things. Yeah, that's really important that maybe if you don't know about organizers or looking into doing this that you might just pick anybody be like oh anyone could organize really no you should really have someone that aligns with um your values and understand you because someone else bonnie could have literally have just told me throw it out you're never gonna finish that's like my sister my sister who's not a professional organizer and um I'm throwing shade at her, but also she doesn't listen, so she'll never know. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> my friend Allie's on, yes. Uh, we call my sister old-fashioned. Miss old-fashioned never is going to listen to my conversation, but she just claims that I'm always a hoarder, and she doesn't see how I have, like, these values or these attachment to it because of the feeling. Right. And you're right. I could also just think of right now probably 10 things right. that I can get rid of because you just gave me permission to keep the one thing that I, there's a few other things. I have like some handbags, like my little Dior's yeah. and things like that. And those I can see, you know, to keep because they mean something, but I know I have so much more to throw out or not throw out. I donate. I don't throw out. Like I just, and also I, I like to find things that I either don't fit in anymore or just not my style. Um, good homes. I always say who would like to go to (laughs) my clothing. Who needs a good home? She needs a good home. So I, um, usually donate or I bring to work and, and share with all the women there because also I, a few years ago decided that I will never be a certain size again. And that's okay. I'm 45 years old. I had a baby. Like my body's changed regardless of whether the number, it's just the cut. Remember a long time ago, like, um, in my early 30s, I was wearing all, like, the Hudson and Seven Jeans when Seven Jeans were just yeah. so popular. But it was a certain cut that, like, is not in style now, and it doesn't fit my body at all, right? Right, right, right. I finally gave those all away because I was like, okay, it didn't serve me anymore. Even though that was a great time in my life, I just gave them away. Right. So I can see that. So is that part of the process, maybe, um, going through? Do you go through all the pieces? Like, say, we're doing a closet makeover for me Um, do you literally kind of like go through everything in there yes so the way that it works is it's like if I was doing your closet I would come over and I would literally take out all your clothes I would go section by section I would probably start Mm -hmm. by you know maybe all of the hanging clothes throw it on the bed and then you know you and I are working together I hold up each piece and I'm like okay what do you think is it a keeper is it a donator or a reaches like, you know, it's ripped or whatever. So we have a garbage pile, donate pile, fixed pile, keep pile. And then we make different piles. So normally it would take about like, um, depending on how much clothes and stuff like that, about like maybe an hour in total to go through everything. And then everything is out of the closets. Um, And then I'm like, all right, 
go have coffee, do whatever you got to do. And then, you know, I've probably done a walkthrough with you prior to that. And we've decided what kind of hangers we're going to use, what kind of organizing mm -hmm. items we're going to use. And then I start my organizing and I do that on my own. Like there's really no need. I mean, obviously if the client wants to stay there and switch hangers or hang with me, that's fine. But uh, if they're hiring me, it's probably because they don't want to do that. So, yes. <laughs> you know, so I'm like, all right, I can work now on my own and, you know, you could go and do something else. So, yeah, so we go through it together Great. and decide and, what it is that you're going to keep. And not to, like, give all your tips away, just one tip. So I've heard different theories on how to, like, put things back in your closet. Um, some people tell me by color. Some people say by, you know, shirts, pants, and I get that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, how about if you do do by color? I generally have mostly black. Okay. <laughs> My closet would look like black, 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 gray, olive, black <laughs> like that's all I basically wear awesome awesome yeah you know it depends on the closet because if it's a New York City closet where it's just like basically you open up the door and it's like one rod and maybe yeah. you have like a shelf so then we have to become very creative and use that one hanging rod so I would probably go from short to long so I would probably do like um either skirts or pants Probably pants, because if, if, the, if they're folded, I would do pants, and then I would do skirts, going into long skirts. Um, yeah, and then, yeah, it depends. It, it, like, it would probably go that way into dresses. And then for the tops, it would go from, like, spaghetti straps to sleeveless oh. to short sleeve to long sleeve. Now, if we were working with bigger space, then I put all like t-shirts and cotton shirts together and then I do like more going out like you know like the shell shirts and like the fancier shirt blouses together so it would be like shirts together blouses together long hanging together so, and then everything does go color coordinated I'm that's my OCD that's something that I've had since I was a kid. Those those were my survival skills, being OCD about having my Barbies, you know, all the same and having my books organized. And, and now, you know, with my profession, you know, I do color. It goes color coordinated. So I'd start from light to, to dark to black. Mm hmm. Got it. Um, yeah. That's an excellent tip. And then the tip. shoes, the shoes, oh. it depends Um you know, it depends on the the shoe space that you have, right? So if you have a lot of space, then I would probably put them both looking forward. But if there's not enough space, then one is looking forward, and then the and then the other one has the heel. The heel. This would be the heel. This would be the front of the shoe because then you could um, store more instead of putting them both looking forward. Right? Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it would be like toe heel right hmm. so it would be toe heel toe heel toe heel yeah that's a good tip yeah because and, uh sh yeah shoes are hard for me in the apartment I don't have the correct and I have a lot of shoes and I have them in boxes but yeah. then I don't know what's in them so I always have to go through and open it I, I have seen people use like clear acrylic things or put a little picture on the front or I need to do something better with that because yeah. um 
yeah, I don't wear, and also I've got out of, well, my, probably COVID, I don't wear my heels as much anymore. Like I'm all about sneakers right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I would probably put like the heels at somewhere upper, you know, like higher mm -hmm. that it's not that accessible. So that way, when you do get them, you know, you have to go a little bit out. And then whatever you use on a regular day, I would have it more accessible, which is what I call prime real estate, right? So like, mm -hmm. if I'm doing a kitchen, the, the cabinets that are right above the dishwasher, the cabinets that are right above the, the stove, that's prime real estate. Those are things that you're going to reach for every day. You know, then you have your platters and your holiday things. We want to store those up higher. In uh, city apartments, I know space is tight. So I always tell my clients that we have to use the walls and we have to go up in height. So if it means installing more shelves, like especially in kids' rooms, Ikea has great standing shelves, you know, like um, floating shelves. Yeah. They're very economical. Those are great. You could put board games, dolls, toys, but you want as much as you can off the floor because that's, that's what's going to make it look more spacious. You could also become very creative in the furniture that you buy, right? If you're going to have a coffee table, maybe get a coffee table that opens up so that you could throw toys inside or the throw blankets or the shoes or, but you have extra storage space. Um, get really nice big baskets. So you get them at Target, not very expensive. If you have kids, you could throw toys in there, hide them behind the, the sofa, right? Mm -hmm. So there's ways, there's, there's a lot of tips that you can use for, city apartments for smaller spaces um what else definitely using the height going up furniture that has storage inside um i worked with a client she loved shoes she had a lot of shoes and she had some space in her living room and i designed an ikea closet for her that it was just for shoes Mm. just for shoes nice. um mm. and it looked Lucky very lady. pretty you know like mm -hmm. everything else was very basic but we splurged a little bit on the doors to make it look nice to go with the living room and that was the splurge and you know all the shoes were in there so it's it's nice to work with somebody that's creative um, yeah, for sure. I decided for my jewelry, I should take a picture and show. So I used one of those things where you, it looks like the doorknobs, like little knob, not doorknobs. It looks like just little knobs, like three yeah. knobs. And I have all my favorite pieces of jewelry. Like you said, prime real estate. I didn't even realize that's what I was doing. Yeah. Um, the ones that I like to wear the most, you know, my gold hoops, this and that. So it's all hanging. So it's also decoration. It's yes. also like decor. On my, and I love looking at my jewels. You yes, know? Yes, yes, <laughs> it's all absolutely. costume. Real. You yeah. know, it's not like and those are fun things to have I think I like that idea that you're saying that you made the closet of just shoes even if like you have a shelf and your favorite prime real estate shoes you could put it on there too like showcase some of your beautiful things right absolutely who says it has absolutely. to be a vase or something yeah. I worked I also worked with um I think she might be on my friend Beppa she's a stylist and she has the most amazing collection of shoes and she wanted to showcase all her shoes. She was like, I'm tired of keeping them in the closet. I want to see them. They make me happy. I want to look at my shoes. And we found these really cool um, bookcases that were like open, right? They were like little squares and little squares in different heights. And we bought two of those. Um, 
very economical. I think we ended up, she ended up finding them like at Walmart. And then we picked her best shoes, the ones that made her the most happiest. And then we um, displayed them all. And they were all, I'll, I'll find a picture and show it to you so people could see it on your Instagram. That's, and yeah. she got so many compliments on her shoe organization. But again, it was a collaborative effort. You know, she told me like, this is what I want. And we worked at it together and, and we had the final product. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I think that's the key to finding someone like you that you work together through this process. It's not like you're the expert, you say it goes or the client is like says and it goes. It's like a collaborative effort. And you, yeah. uh, you use the word lethar, lethar, no, cathartic. Yes. Yes. <laughs> my yes. finale is going to laugh at me because I trip over my words, but that's what I feel like even talking with you through this, that, when I'm thinking about my closet, it's starting to feel uh, more doable yeah. and less anxiety ridden versus, oh my God, I can't even look at it because it just felt too much, too overwhelming. So thank you so much. Uh, can we end on one last little tip? Yeah, I, I wanted to say something. Yeah. What I wanted to say sure. that it triggered about the closet, you know, mm -hmm. if for everybody that's doing and organizing on their own and they're like, I'm going to tackle something, do 20 minutes. Don't try to do it all at once. I was just telling my husband that yesterday. I said, I know that this is not your forte. I said, you're not, you, nobody's working with you because I'm not working with you on doing this. I said, but set a timer for 20 minutes. If you want to start working on your closet, Jackie, just set a timer for 20 minutes. That's... And it means that it's only going through the bottom of your closet. But at least what I want everybody to feel is a sense of accomplishment. If it's mm. 20 minutes and you cleared out the bottom of your of your closet and you're able to take the garbage out and clear it out, you feel accomplished and you're like, you know what? I could tackle something else. Do not overwhelm yourself. It's not worth it. Do it to make yourself feel happy and then you will want to continue to do it again. <laughs> that is my tip. Thank you so much for that. I'm going to do that. And I'm going to take pictures of okay. my before and after and like 20 minutes. Yes. 20 minutes feel doable. Like I have all my shoes under my bed. I can take 20 minutes, go through them. I could do that. Yeah. Thank absolutely. you. Yeah. Yes. This is just like great life tips anyway, for everyone listening. If you have something to tackle, do it for 20 minutes, right? Like oh you God. have 20 minutes capacity, right? Yes. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> do we have any questions? I didn't even chat. Yes. I can't see. If anyone has any questions, shout them out my friend Allie helps me there with my language <laughs> thank you Allie and cathartic no cathartic cathartic ah! so bad um I love your your glasses too oh thank they you look great thank on you, you so much thank you yeah I can't see like anything small I'm like totally blind <laughs> but listen I yes thank you so much than, I am more than happy to answer any questions or if anybody that watches it after and um reaches out to you, um, please, yeah. you know, feel free to send them over my way. I'm on Instagram, Bonnie Barrios. You could Google me, Bonnie Barrios Organizer. I'm sure that it comes up. Um, it does. Yes, yeah. I Googled you. Yeah, <laughs> I did. Website, I was like... <laughs> Bonnie Barrios Organizes.com. And I will be more than happy to give out any tips. 
Thank you so much, Bonnie. I'll include all your information in the show notes. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And thank you, everyone, for listening to Beyond Small Talk. Take some of Bonnie's tips and tools right here, right now. You will feel so much. I feel better already. So thank you so much for helping me in my closet and helping me identify that I have emotional clutter and I'm I'm recognizing it and I'm willing to release it. So thank you, Bonnie, so much. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Thank you. Happy holidays, too. You, too. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.